We were talking, we were just checking in and getting, um, I'll introduce you in a second and everything, but you just said something so beautiful that I want to start here. So we were talking about just how our days were going and you mentioned you used to do to-do lists. Right. And I've kind of changed that over recently. I'm not sure where the idea came from, but instead of writing a to-do list, which can be sometimes daunting when you have low energy. I've been starting to write a done, completed list. So good. And so even if I just got out of bed and had a shower and ate breakfast, I already have three things on my list that I got done. So it just feels more productive because that way, if you can, you know, cook yourself a nice meal or fold your laundry or whatever it is, you know, make a few phone calls, you're putting it all on your completed list. So they might be still pending because someone has to call you back or text you the information or whatever. but it feels like you're getting stuff done, which is, you know, makes you feel good when you're feeling low. It does. It does. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to put that in this podcast somewhere. Maybe that's how we open. I don't know. Perfect. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's me, Jodi Ann. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Earbud Coven. Who we have today is the beautiful Paisley Town. Now, I've known Paisley for years. We used to read at some of the same shops. And that's like, I have to think about how old Evan is. That's like 12 years ago or so. Yes. And you used to host, you're a great hoster of events. You used to host a readers get together where we could get together as a community and connect with each other. I met a lot of the people I still work with through those. And I've always been grateful for those. And you have a wonderful skill set. You are a psychic. You are doing psychometry, which a lot of people don't know what this is, and you are a master at it. Paisley will hold your items and give your reading. And it's such a beautiful way to read. I love watching you do it. I love watching you do that. You do tarot. You and I share that passion for tarot. And you do oracle cards as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. Lately, I've been doing more oracle than tarot, actually, interestingly enough. Yeah. Fun. And you do numerology. Yes, that's my specialty. Yes. And that is fantastic. And you get such a beautiful, in-depth reading when you do numerology. I love that reading. You host so many events. And I love being a part of your events. They have such a great energy around them all the time. You go just, I feel you go above and beyond to make your guests welcome, but also to build community within the readers that come to your events. I love doing Paisley Town events. Thank you. Can I say about you, Lovely? I don't, did I miss any? Oh, and you're doing paranormal work. Yes. Yes. A little bit of paranormal work on the side when I have time. (laughs) And is there anything in your bio that I missed? Um, If if we did, it'll come up today in our podcast. So people have to tune in and listen. Exactly. And now just so that everyone in the earbud coven can hear you, do you want to tell us all your website? Sure. My website is paisleytown.com. It's really easy. If people try and find me on Google and they just type in Paisley Town, which is my first name and my last name, 
Um, they'll be brought to some websites uh, near Glasgow because there's a town there called Paisley Town. <laughs> so, so if you want to Google me, type in Paisley Town Psychic or Paisley Town Vancouver or Paisley Town Canucks. Yes. So, and why do you come up with Paisley Town Canucks? This is a fun story. It is a fun story. So several years ago, trying to think when exactly it was. I'm not good with dates, believe it or not. For a numerologist, that's pretty funny. Um, well, might have been losing. They were what? on the losing streak. Yes, it might have been 2003 <laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was contacted by a DJ who was in Vancouver at that time on Virgin Radio. His name is Buzz Bishop. I think he's in a different province now. Him and Kaljeet Caleb got in touch with me to come down to an area downtown near where the Canucks play. And they met me in a parking lot and they they basically called me and said, listen, the Canucks are sucking right now. They're losing. They're not even going to the playoffs. You got to take the curse off. And I explained, hey, first of all, I don't believe in curses. I believe in like empowerment and blessings and faith. And, you know, I work with, you know, heavenly sky energy. So I said, I'll come down and do a blessing for the Canucks. So off I go downtown and they didn't tell me they'd have like some TV crews there from the news and some different newspapers there, but it was a great crowd. And suddenly, just before we were going to begin the ceremony, about 30 little kids from an elementary school were on a tour visiting the Connects building where they play hockey. Oh my God, that's cute. They all came out of the building carrying, you know, those foam foam fingers. fingers. Number one. Yes. 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 Um, so they all gathered around because they wanted to see what, you know, the TV cameras were all about. So they all gathered around and we did a Go Canucks Go kind of little anthem outside in the parking lot there. And I did this blessing for the Canucks. And that night, Buzz Bishop had tickets to the game and he took his hockey tickets out of his pocket, out of his wallet. And he said, you know, these are up in the nosebleed seats, but you got to you got to make sure they win tonight. <laughs> you got to make sure... <laughs> And I had never been to a hockey game. It was my first time ever going to a hockey game. Really? Went to the game. I think they were playing Colorado at that time. Anyway, whoever they were playing, it was the end of the night. And it was towards the end of the game. And it was tied 3-3. And in in overtime, the Canucks scored. And they went on to win 22 out of like 25 or 26 games. And they made it into the second round of the playoffs, (gasps) which was really exciting for me. That is fantastic. I love, see, I knew you did that, but I'd never heard like the full story. That's wonderful. That's why it was your first hockey game because I grew up like, and my, my kids play hockey. Like I'm in a rink a lot. So I love the energy of a live hockey game. Yeah. It was super exciting for me. Like I didn't care where the seats were. Like I got to see, like I could, because you're high up, you get to really see everything. Yes. You don't, you don't miss anything. Nobody's in your way or anything. So The next morning, there's a little newspaper that's a free newspaper in Vancouver called the 24 Hours News. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people who take, you know, transit or SkyTrain, they pick up these newspapers. And on the front page was my picture. Mm -hmm. And it said something like, you know, boil, boil, toil and trouble. Like, (laughs) they made it very witchy. And (laughs) and I'm not super witchy. I'm super conservative. So that was really, I was like, oh, my gosh, why did they do that? I I told them like, this is my profession. This is my career. I need to keep it, you know, mm-hmm. conservative for what I do. Cause I have a lot of clients from the United States and New York and Australia and all over the place. 
professional clients. So yeah, I, I can, I can bend into both worlds. You know, I'm flexible. Well, I always use the word witch for the controversy, right? Yes. I purposely employ it as one of those things where you take back the power and you use the word and you create a positive image out of it. Yes. The negative connotation. So it's really, I use it all the time to flip it on its head. And I don't know if it's great or not, but it seems to be working. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> and you and you have a lot of um, very sort of, I want to say like hippie organic energy, like you're very yeah. earth centered. You're very, you, you care about the ecosystem and the planet and about yes. animals and plants and like that kind of fits for you, that whole pagan, you know, it fits you. Well, and I have, honestly, I have taught classes and forgot I've booked them and I end up zooming in. I've had to like drive from my campsite to get a Wi-Fi signal and hotspot with my phone and teach a class like beside a river or, and I do a lot of, um, yeah, I'm out in nature a lot. We do happen to live in one of what I figure is one of the most beautiful wild places in, in North America, maybe the world. That's that's why I was, want, wanted to use your black and white photo of you kayaking when we yes. did the last psychic fair. Yes. You, you joined us for Halloween, which is one of my favorite times of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that picture of you out in nature on the water in your kayak. Your smile's just beaming in that photo. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good one. You have events coming up. This I do. We're recording this early in the year, but this is going to be coming out in April. So you are hosting events. And when we first started talking, you told me about a new event you did. So you have a speed dating event. Well, okay. yeah, it's for psychics. It's in the fall, in December, I hosted a, a two-hour event. It was a very last-minute thing, and it was very well attended. People booked in advance, which is what we like to do, not fly by the seat of our pants. I called it, um, you know, Secret Santa meets speed dating styled psychic readings. It was a long title. Um, but basically people got to come in, get three different readings from three different readers all in the course of 30 minutes. So they got a 10 minute reading followed by a 10 minute reading followed by a 10 minute reading. And the Kleenex came out. I'm going to tell you, I thought it might be just more fun and light and entertaining for people because, uh, readings are not meant to replace, you know, like, legal advice or financial advice or you know like yeah usually people come because they want to get inspired or get uplifted or say you know where am I going and do you find because I find sometimes with clients people are seeking confirmation over a lot of the stuff they already kind of feel in their heart yes yes that happens for me a lot I often will sit down with someone because I do numerology and I can look at someone's birthday and their name right in front of me on a piece of paper while I'm doing the reading. I'm able to tell what their communication style is like. And so if the person's very intuitive based just on their birthday and they come to me for a reading and they say, should I do this or should I do that? I look at their birthday and sometimes it's a pretty easy call for me to say, based on your birthday, you've already decided before you booked your appointment to see me. So we can talk about your decision, but here's why it'll work. <laughs> That's beautiful. And they're kind of shocked that I can tell things from, you know, from their birthday. Do you want to explain a little bit how some of the numerology works? Because I know a lot of people are not not as familiar with numerology as they are, say, with astrology or some of the other more common kind systems. of systems. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good word. Thank you. 
<laughs> so numerology, um, there's different styles of numerology. And I understand that there's um, a lot of people who have written books on numerology. And I've started to um, dig into some of the other books uh, that are written very different from the books that I was trained with. And what te- methodology do you use? Yeah, my teacher, his name is Clayne Konings, and mm-hmm. he's based out of Vancouver Island now. I'm not sure if he's still doing numerology um teaching people or not, but he might have some CDs that you can purchase to learn more about it. But he's written a few books. One is called Miracle of Names. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's based for, on the Pythagorean theory of numbers through the Cabalarian. Um, that's his background. And so in learning with him, what I learned about with the, like numerology is based on adding numbers together. So for example, if someone's born on April 19th, you know, today's date when the show's going to air, um, one plus nine is 10. And if you take the 10, you add the one plus the zero, it's a one. So someone born on the 19th has one energy. Okay. So the numbers one through nine have different elements that correlate with the numbers. I teach a, a two hour mini class on numerology, which will be coming up later in April. And after the two-hour class, what what occurs to people is like, I'd have to study this for a long time to be able to to do this, but it's just a basic, how does numerology kind of work? So different numbers have elements. So when when your students leave that class, though, you must give them a better understanding of their personal life path. So whether or not they could do it at the level of offerings to others... Yes. Could get insight into their own life path and their own personality yes. and their own energy of their name and their birthday and how that has been playing out in their life. Similar to looking at like a, a birth chart. Yes, absolutely. And I would really recommend people not do offerings of numerology after a two hour class. That's not qualified enough to be able to do even a mini reading. And it's just more that. for, it's like, you know, you can read your horoscope in the newspaper, which is a few sentences, or you could read, you know, online or whatever. But if you were to read an astrology book, you know, quite a bit more. And it's interesting, because the more I learn about astrology, the more I feel like, oh, my gosh, I've got to learn more about this, because there's so many aspects of the planets and the houses and the and numerology is kind of like that. But this is just a real basic, you know, they'd be able to tell what their what their element is and think about their element. So for example, the other day I was at a reading party. I do reading parties um, locally in the lower mainland. Okay. And I'm also um, going to interrupt you because information sure. to sign up for your class on numerology will be found on your website. Absolutely. For sure. So anyone who's listening right now, pause jump over to Paisley's site, paisleytown.com and sign up. If you feel that desire inside you, if this is resonating, go bookmark her page right now and then come on back because we'll still be here. Yes, we will. So I was at this party and usually people have a combination of water, air or fire or two of those elements. And the lady that I read for the month that she was born was an air. The day that she was born was an air. The year that she was born was air. And when I add those three numbers together to come down with the single digit, it was an air number. And so that gave me a lot of insight as to what her personality is like. Yes. And what are deal breakers for her? 
Yeah. Yeah. And certain, I, I guess the easiest way to explain it is each number in numerology has a shiny bright side, like your positive traits will come out when you're doing well. And each number has a shadowy side. So your negative traits will shine through more. Like when we're not having a bad day, mm-hmm. sometimes we get to see our shadow selves more, mm-hmm. you know? Well, like for my own self, personally, I am a very determined person. I have stick to and I commit to a goal and I stay on track for that. The shadow aspect of that is I can be stubborn as all get out. I can be very, very annoying when I have attached to something and I dig my heels in. It's the same energy. It's just whichever way it's channeled, right? Right. It can be the same energy and sometimes it can be opposite energy, Mm -hmm. interestingly enough. And you go by Jodi Ann all the time. Is that correct? Or do you sometimes go by Jodi? Um, in my kind of muggle world, I go by Jody and I go by Jody Ann when I read. I used my middle name as a last name when I'm okay. doing my reading. But mo- like in 90% of the spheres in public, I'm Jody Ann. Okay. So the name Jody is six energy spelled the way you spell it. Now, yeah. if, if somebody spells their name differently, it's not going to be a six for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and six energy is air. And the name Anne with an E, you put an E on the end of your name. It's a six, A-N-N-E is a six energy, which is air. And then if I add Jody plus Anne together, if I add together the six and the six, it comes to 12, which is a three energy, which is air. So that's the nature. That is super cool. It is. It is super cool. And it's interesting to me too that you know, I might be doing a live radio show or something like that, where I'm talking about the name John, J-O-H-N, which is going to be different from J-A-H-N, which is going to be different from J-E-A-N, mm-hmm. that Jean, or it's going to be different from J-O-N. There's 81 different name combinations. So I simplify it and break it down into nine groups instead of 81 groups to make mm-hmm. it more easy for people to grasp it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's super fascinating. And, you know, the other thing that I find pretty (laughs) incredible is that I'm dyslexic with numbers. So numerology kind of pulled me in. I always said, I hate, I hate numbers and I'll never work with numbers. So the law of attraction kicked in and must've heard me. And so now I'm a numerologist. That's so fun. (laughs) And lately spirit's been doing this interesting thing where I'll be in a reading and I'll be talking about the numbers and the elements and all this kind of stuff. And suddenly spirit will interrupt me, interrupt my reading to tell me to tell the person something. So I find that pretty fascinating because I'm not focusing on trying to get information from spirit, but spirit will just come through and go, tell her this, tell her this. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, tell her this. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm talking about the elements. (laughs) (laughs) Really funny. I like that. Also interesting to people is most people know their zodiac astrology, like if what sign they are, Capricorn or Pisces or whatever. And so Sometimes when I talk about the elements of fire and air and water, people are like, no, no, I'm earth or no, that can't be right. I'm Pisces. But in numerology, the elements are different than astrology. So even though someone might be Pisces, they might have a fire name and a fire birthday and a fire month and a fire, like 
there in numerology it's water fire and air there's no earth there's no earth hey That's no earth and i think it's because we're all on the planet on the planet you know yeah. we're all grounded grounded in earth yeah that's really interesting yeah and but i think too that even when you look at astrology like no human this this wonderful spiritual body and and material body that we make up no one of us is ever all one element right it's where you're strong like there's always a balance somewhere right i have had a student who had an air first name an air last name added together was an air number month day year air and destiny number air so all air like all one element so then um, did they struggle more with other elements like how did the other elements show up in their life so interestingly enough a friend of mine was kind of asking me a lot of questions about numerology and how it all works and mm -hmm. the philosophies and a lot of questions about it and and he said like do you think you could figure out someone's birthday if I just tell you, you know, like, let's say if I pick a famous person, could you tell me their birthday? And I said, you know, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Probably not. But I could tell you what their elements are. So yeah. for example, he's like, okay, well, what about, you know, Mike Tyson? And I said, well, he's going to be fire and air. And he said, why? Like, what, why would you say that? And I said, well, fire is um, when it's balanced, it's usually like, motivation and action and getting things done and moving forward and and mike tyson is like action mm -hmm. and then he said well what about the air and i said well air is sensitive can, can get th their feelings hurt easily like usually air have like empath compassion healing creativity you know nature nature bait like an animal person you know somebody who doesn't want to watch you know videos of animals suffering or people right. suffering, right? So it's like compassion, that's air when it's balanced. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, Mike Tyson bit off someone's ear. So the person mm -hmm. hurt his feelings and he bit his ear off, like mm -hmm. in the middle of a boxing <laughs> match. So he's, he's going to be air and fire. So we went on Wikipedia, we were in the car, we're looking up all these movie stars and famous people's birthday. And he's like, and we looked at the numbers and he was fire and air. Wow. And I was, and my friend was, you know, kind of surprised. He's like, well, how do you know this guy didn't have water? And I said, well, one of the main attributes to water is clear communication. If the person's balanced. And Mike, and I, Mike Tyson is not. He's, he's not a clear communicator. No. So, you know, we, we tried a whole bunch. We did like, you know, Princess Diana and Prince and we, we did it. We did, a, he picked a whole bunch of people and then we looked them up their birthdays after I, and I got them all right. That's so fun. Yes, I can tell. Now I can't tell from someone's birthday if the person's balanced or not. Right. Like but, you might say. Movie stars are in the public eye. You have a lot of kind of information about their persona and how they've gone. And like Prince, for instance, like everyone knows he's like a music savant. He's amazing. He's like one of the most like kind of introverted doesn't like the outside world but uber creative people and he also lifted other people up throughout his whole career like he started a lot of people's careers and recognized like the beauty of art right so it's so i could see like yeah 
you would be able to guess that, not guess that, but you'd be able to discern that the same Absolutely. You can discern it with people in your life. I'm going to go ahead and say I guessed because based on what I know about numerology, because I don't know Prince and I don't know Princess Diana and I don't know Mike Tyson, but I guessed, you know, like what their elements were. And it was, it was fun. It was a great exercise That's for fun. me. <laughs> yeah. And so this helps, um, you know, if someone's, for example, thinking about starting a new relationship with someone, sometimes, especially my regular clients, they'll, um, they'll come and have a numerology reading a couple times a year to see what's going on. But also if they meet someone, they're like, here's my new partner's birthday. Can you tell me about their birthday? Can you tell me, you know, what's in store going forward? Mm-hmm. And so I can say, well, if they're balanced, this is what's in store. And if they're not balanced, this is what's in store. Yeah, I know with tarot, that's a big relationships are a big hot topic in most readings. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I also get lots of different questions. Sometimes people come to me for health information or if they're not motivated, if they just need, if they need something, something, they'll just come for a reading. Uh, for, I, I call it like, you know, tune up. <laughs> tune up. And, and um, when we first met, I was running a group called the Reader's Tea Party. Yes. And um, we would meet readers. Uh, we would sort of not interview, but we would have guest readers come and tell their story. And so going forward, I'm going to be having more of those events as well. But I already do Zoom classes in the evening mm-hmm. where people can come and practice, you know, if they have a deck of cards or a pendulum at home, or if they get messages from Spirit, they can come and practice their readings. Mm-hmm. I do a Zoom event every Thursday night that people can join. And I've had people join from Toronto and the East Coast and, That's you know, all, Mexico all over. Yeah, I really I like to support the readers like a reader's exchange where you can practice and where you can exchange and where you can come together in community. I love it. Yes. I've been doing that zoom for um, a couple of years. It it happened over COVID. So it's been great for us to stay connected. And so you've got readers reading for each other Mm -hmm. and um, it's not meant to intimidate because sometimes we have beginner, like a a lady who's like, I want to come to, I want to practice reading. I don't know enough about the cards, but I'll, you know, and, and on the Zoom, she's taking the wrapper off her new deck because she's never seen it before. She's she doesn't own Oracle cards at home. She's like just new. Yeah. And and sometimes the new people, oh my gosh, they're just freaking amazing. Well, and it's beautiful. I often encourage new people to get into a group like that because you're not met with cynicism for one. You're reading for people who are open and they they want to read it. They want to exchange with you. Absolutely. And and it can be intimidating when you're new. So anyone who's listening, get in touch with Paisley. See if you can join her. It's Thursday nights on Zoom. Yes. Yeah. Seven Pacific time. But I like people to sign up the day before just so I know how many people are coming and I can set the space. I also do, um, I read for a lot of people like numerology or psychometry readings. Sometimes I call them jewelry readings because people don't always know what psychometry is. Yeah. Um, so I'll read for people and I'll be looking at their numbers and be like, dude, like you're so psychic. And they're like, no, I have 12 decks of cards at home, but I'm not a real psychic. I just read for my sister. And 
or I just read for myself and nobody knows I have decks of cards and I'm like, you need to come to our class. So I have Psychic Development 101, 201, and 301. And each of those is like a six-week series. Mm -hmm. And at the end of 301, on the very last class, there's a very cool test that I uh, present to my students. And I've only had one person fail the test because she didn't show up for it. <laughs> wow. She didn't, she came to all the classes and then bailed on the test. So, oh. but, but once people pass the test, then I have a closed psychic development circle. And you've been in some closed circles, Jodi Ann. Do you want to yeah. speak to what that is to tell people? So a closed circle. So a lot of the teaching I do are open circles, but a closed circle you've made a commitment to, and you've made a commitment to be in that class for whatever amount of time it is. And it's closed because it is safer that way. So the energy is contained. It's like being in a container or in almost like, I think about it like university, like you sign up for your, your semester of university school and you build relationships within your university class and you have community there and you don't have people dropping in and out. So you move through the curriculum together. And we do that as psychics and as mediums and healers and teachers, we do that as well. Energetically, some of my deepest friendships have been formed in closed circles. And some yes. of the closed circles I have been a part of, we have looked at traditional teachings and really, you're really working with your energy field and you're working with the other people's energy as well. So you want to have trust so that you can do that together. It's not the same as like having people drop in for no. a class, like, because you don't know those people, you know, so yeah, yeah I also have drop in classes every month. Right now I'm hosting them on Sunday afternoons. I'm going to be offering classes and events, for example, in Coquitlam, in Port Moody, I'm looking for a venue right now in Pitt Meadows, and I'd like to um, expand over to East Vancouver. I'm going to broaden, you know, my cities because a lot of people from downtown Vancouver, you know, they live down by Stanley Park. They don't want to come out to Coquitlam for a class. It's a bit of a hike for people. And um, there's venues everywhere. So I'm working on securing some new venues in different cities so that, you know, it can encompass everybody. Yeah, all over the Lower Mainland, but online is available too. And I've done the one-on-one classes online and the Thursday night Zoom classes for people who want to read for each other. And I offer quite a lot of different things. Um, Forward, I'm going to be doing, I used to do psychic fairs with wellness events together. Mm -hmm. So you could come for a reading and then get a massage or come for a reading and have some Reiki healing or some crystal healing or some reflexology. So going forward, I'm going to separate those events. I'm going to have separate wellness events, separate from the psychic events. So that, you know, if somebody just needs like this time of year, people just need self-care, honestly. Yes. (laughs) And some people can get that from a reading, but other people like who have children or going through a divorce or struggling with their finances now that the cost of living has gone up. Like people just need like, a mas- like they need body work. They need a massage. They need, re- and some people don't like to be touched. So Reiki is perfect for that. But we will have like Diksha healers, all different kinds of healing modalities at the wellness events. You have a beautiful knack for bringing together different modalities. 
This is one thing I've noticed about all of the events you have. You always have an array of style and modalities of practitioners. Yes, Which always. is so nice. It's such a nice blend. I, I feel really blessed because I, I want to provide a good service to the clients and I want the readers to feel respected. 2023 has been a year like that. Have you felt that? Like there's a lot of change and shifting and reshuffling happening. Yes. Like, this year, I felt like, I don't know, it's like we're all finally waking up. Like we're all coming out of our cave. Like there's this real emerging energy coming. So since these changes, um, just in the last few weeks, my phone has been ringing off the hook. I've been super busy. <laughs> I've had more clients and more requests for events and more. It's just been very wonderful. I feel so blessed. I work with great people and great people work with me. I honestly, when I first started doing psychic work, um, sometimes I'd have like a tricky client or a client that, you know, didn't get what we do kind mm -hmm. of thing, but <laughs> I have the best clients and I have the best readers and I have, and it sounds so funny because people call me when they want to come to an event and they'll say, Paisley, Who's, who's the best reader? Who should I book with? And I'm like, listen, these readers are tried and tested and true. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're confident. They know what they're talking about. They're not, they didn't just like crack open a deck and they're at the fair. They've been trained. They've been, they have a peer support group. They're in development circles. They're really, you know, I can't choose for you. They're top of the line. The only, you know, the only time, um, the client doesn't choose is when I have the um, secret psychic event. That was so popular in December. I'm a, a few people were wondering because I called it speed dating style readings. A few people thought, "Oh, you're doing speed dating now." So um, that actually, op I'm that actually opened up a new avenue for me, a new door. And so I am going to be doing some speed dating events this year. I'm going to come to them. Yeah. Um, as a reader to the reader one, if you'll have me, because and if it lines up, because I know lots of times you have events and I have muggle things happening. Um, but the speed dating too, I've never done a speed dating. And I think that would be fun. And it will speed be reading speed yeah. reading. I think it's such an interesting concept because I used to work on psychic hotlines like the one nine hundreds. Yes, and you only have like five minutes, sometimes to get your message out. And I have found in my experience when, when there's like a time confine that spirit works in it. So I could imagine those would be very powerful and potent readings. Yes. Spirit wants to get out the main message. It took so, me years to slow down as a reader and to like, know I could breathe and just go at a different pace. Because you have 20 minutes or half an hour or 60 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a gentleman attend this secret psychic event in December. It was the first time he had ever had a reading. So he got three. <laughs> right? So he had never experienced it before. And he sent me like a four paragraph email after the event telling me what a lovely event it was. He talked about what a great experience it was with each of the three readers that he got to meet. He wants me to add him to the email list so that I can invite him to more events in the future because it was such a good experience for him. And he said what he loved about it, and you'll, you'll, you know, resonate with this too. What he loved was that 
he said each of the readers had a different style of providing the information and each of the readers basically told him a similar message that it was the perfect time for here for him to hear that message and they presented it to him in three different ways like three different people but he said like, like it was so congruent because he said basically you know they told me all the same thing which really resonated with me because it was true what they were saying like for what's going on in my life right now it was per- i needed to hear this and he, and he cried <laughs> so I always say it's never a good reading unless this Kleenex comes out. Yes, you know, you need the Kleenex. The Kleenex. <laughs> I'm looking at our time, love. We have been on our call for an hour and I want to respect your time. I know we have lots of stuff that we can edit down and keep it in our half hour or so. I have a feeling this is going to go a little over, but that's lovely. I tend to do that with guests. Anything else you want to make sure you say to our earbud Kevin out there? Um, yes, thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting me and Jodi Ann. It's great that we can all like work together and be like woven together like a big blanket to support people in our community. I guess I want to promote my events slightly and say that um, in the future coming up, I've got a bunch, I teach about 26 uh, different metaphysical classes from tea leaf reading, totem animals, palmistry, a lot of different things. You're Most teaching of the, tea leaves? Yes, I've done tea leaf reading. Yeah. I know this. Yes. I need I, to make more time in my world to come to classes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now so so for, for mediumship and palmistry, things like that, or runestones, I usually have an expert come in. Like when we did yeah. the runestone class last fall, um, I invited um, Richard Hansen. He's like a master with the Viking so runestones mm-hmm. and his ancestry is Viking and he mm-hmm. makes his own runestones that he sells. So, And I love that know. all of his antler ones are yes. from ethically sourced material that he gets from shed antlers. And he'll even tell you how to tell if what you're buying is ethical or poached. So that yes. forward, even if you don't buy from him, he protects that source of material he's yeah, so he, yeah he's gonna have air energy in his birthday numbers for numerology because <laughs> he is really eco plant based you know mm-hmm. nature so many things so um i'll i'll list some of them on my website but i also want to promote my psychic development classes if anyone's new or they even if they're not new they've been playing with it for a long time and they want to build their confidence or get in community and connect with other people. So other like-minded souls like us, Mm -hmm. they can connect. So I want to offer as much as I can to my people. Mm -hmm. So stop by Paisley's website, have a look at what she's offering. Everything is always will be in the show notes. I'm going to have links to her. Your, Your Facebook page is pretty active, so I can link to that and I'll link to your website as well. Sure. Yeah, I have my regular Facebook page called Paisley Town. And um, right now, as of April, it's got a picture of um, some purple flowers on it. But I have also a Facebook group. And that's where I put a lot of my events and stuff like that. And my Facebook group is called Paisley Towns Events and Classes. Easy to find. Yes. All right, my dear, it's so lovely to have you. Jody Ann, thank you for inviting me. Um, we've been putting this off for a while, so I'm glad we can correlate our schedules to make it work. Thank you so much. Welcome, love. And I'm going to be creeping you on all your socials because I don't want to miss these speed events. 
I'll make sure you're you're in the loop. <laughs> you know I'm terrible with email because I don't open it. <laughs> I'll text you. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I love you so much and we will talk soon. I'm gonna stop the recording now.